You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Tuesday, May 17. Just days away from the federal election, Labour leader Anthony Albanese has been grilled over his party's spending plans if they win on Saturday. Speaking in Perth today, Mr Albanese abruptly ended a press conference after refusing to answer questions about how the ALP plans to pay for their election promises. Instead, Mr Albanese said it would all be revealed on Thursday during Labour's costings announcement. When questioned on whether it was fair to give voters just two days to consider the spending plan, Mr Albanese said his party has been transparent throughout the election campaign about those issues. Meanwhile, the coalition has released its costings today, which includes slashing $3.3 billion from the public service if they're re-elected. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg and Finance Minister Simon Birmingham unveiled the plan in Melbourne, where they claimed that efficiency dividends and changes to super contributions of public servants would offset $2.3 billion worth of spending promises. The coalition's biggest commitments include $558 million to reduce the Pharmaceutical Benefits Scheme co-payment and $321 million to incentivise older Australians to downsize their homes and give first home buyers access to their superannuation funds. Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews is facing questions over her opposition to an extension to the Gold Coast Light Rail after it was revealed the new line would run directly past her investment property. The Guardian reports that Ms Andrews wrote an open letter to local residents at Palm Beach, in which she stated she'd asked the Federal Urban Infrastructure Minister Paul Fletcher to oppose any funding for the fourth stage of the city's light rail project from Burley Heads to Coolangatta. The first three stages have received bipartisan support, but Ms Andrews' actions have prompted an angry response from Gold Coast Mayor Tom Tate. Ms Andrews says she still supports the project, but along a different route. She also denies her opposition to the proposal is for personal reasons, and instead says it's because it's impractical to reduce the Gold Coast Highway. After months of violence in the besieged city of Mariupol, Ukraine's military says it's evacuating all of its troops and will hand over power to the Russians. Hundreds of fighters are being transported to other Russian-controlled towns after hiding out beneath the city's Azovstal steelworks. 
It marks a significant defeat for the Ukrainians who have withstood months of fierce fighting, including bombings, shootouts and other unprovoked attacks that has killed tens of thousands of civilians. Defence Minister Peter Dutton has had a court ruling in his favour overturned on appeal, with the full court of the federal court ruling that a refugee advocate did not defame him. Mr Dutton sued Shane Bazzi for $35,000 over a now-deleted tweet published in February last year, which accused him of being a rape apologist. The tweet linked to a Guardian news article that reported Mr Dutton allegedly made comments that some women in detention were attempting to become refugees by falsely claiming they had been raped and needed to come to Australia for abortions. The Defence Minister claimed the tweet suggested he allowed excuses for rape, which the federal court initially agreed with. But today, three judges concluded that the tweet no doubt conveys an impression that is derogatory and critical of Mr Dutton's attitude to rape or rape allegations. But it does not go so far as to convey the impression that Mr Dutton is a person who excuses rape. Just one week after the body of a man in specialised diving equipment and 54 kilos of cocaine were discovered in Newcastle in New South Wales, police in WA have seized another 320 kilograms of the illicit drug. The massive haul, thought to be worth $128 million, was discovered inside a caravan in the remote Pilbara region on Sunday, but detectives believe the drugs were smuggled in by boat. Officers have arrested two men in Port Hedland, a 49-year-old from New South Wales and a 37-year-old from Germany who they believe entered Australia to collect the drugs. Both men are facing charges of importing a commercial quantity of cocaine and could go to jail for life if convicted. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on whether the Coalition's proposal to allow first home buyers to use some of their super to purchase a property is a good idea, or whether we should be doing more to tackle rising house prices instead. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription.